This is Ozarks at Large. Susan Orlean is an expert at finding topics that we don't often think about or at all or really even know about necessarily, then creating fascinating essays, profiles, magazine articles, and books about those topics. Her book, The Orchid Thief, introduced us to the arresting world of prized orchids and the unseemly fringes of that world. Her collection on animals gathers her work about tigers, donkeys, dogs, and pandas. And Sunday, she'll be at the Fayetteville Public Library to discuss, appropriately, the library book. That book investigates a 1986 fire at the Los Angeles Public Library specifically and is a love letter generally to our libraries. Recently, we reached Susan Orlean and asked her if she goes hunting for the subjects for her work or if those subjects find her. Ah, that's a great question. And the answer is um, a bit of the same. I am always looking for stories, and I feel like my antenna are always swiveling at the prospect of something that I'm overhearing or just uh, coming across accidentally as having the potential to be a story. So I, I'm always um, I'm always paying attention to the world in that way. And in that sense, I'm always looking for stories um, and and always keeping my eyes open with that as the possible outcome of my being out in the world. And often, as we know in the latest book, often that subject, whether before book or magazine, will be four-legged or feathered. Exactly. And, you know, I've written about a huge range of things, without a doubt. And I have one collection that's all profiles, one collection that's um, stories about places. So I've um, I've certainly covered a lot of territory, but I have a particular fondness for writing about animals, and uh, they present a a really interesting challenge, and I find the subject very compelling. It's also um, a way of writing about, frankly, the world at large, even though I'm writing about animals, there's always a bigger story there about human life and the the kind of um, the way we fit into the universe, uh, and that includes fitting in with this other universe, which is the universe of animals. It's interesting because if you're profiling a person, and and I guess we never really get to know someone, but you get an idea. You can talk to them. There's a certain amount of things you can know and find out. If it's an animal, that's not always the case. Exactly. And that's a limitation that you always live with, um, namely that you'll never be able to cross this language barrier. <laughs> um, the, the most fundamental way we relate to other beings, which is to talk and listen, that's not available to us when we're trying to connect with animals. And when you're trying to write about them, 
every question that you might answer through the means of language that's not available to you. So it's a little like, um, I suppose, playing catch with one hand tied behind your back. I mean, something that is so fundamental to the way we relate to other beings is not um, not available. So you have to learn to work around that and to try to imagine the experiences of these other beings without that way of relating to them. And, and it's a challenge for us in general. I mean, who hasn't ever looked at their dog and tried to figure out what their dog was trying to say to them? I mean, that's a very common experience, but as a writer, it's a, a very uh, intriguing and sometimes frustrating limitation to how you write about something. I'm speaking with Susan Orlean. She will be at the Fayetteville Public Library on November 14th. Speaking of libraries, you, you not a surprise for a writer. You love libraries. You actually have a book called The Library Book. Exactly. This was the um, project that I did most recently before on animals. I wrote I spent many years working on it, and it's uh, essentially the story of the Los Angeles Public Library and more specifically the story of an epic arson fire there in 1986 that closed the library for seven years. When when you're writing about whether it's a profile or whether it's going to be a book or whether it's about Rin Tin Tin, which is an amazing a uh, piece of work. Is there something in the in you that tells you, okay, I've got enough. I'm gonna be ending this now. Or is there always a desire to dig just a little bit deeper? There's always that knowledge that there is more to learn. There's no subject you could ever learn so thoroughly that you could sit back and say, well, now I know everything there could possibly be to learn about the LA public library. You know, it would be a very uh, foolish assumption to make there. It's just simply not possible to, to learn every single thing there is to know about, about anything, honestly, but there is a point um, and I think it's a very important instinct to have as a writer, the point where you think I'm ready. I'm, I know enough. I know enough to tell this story thoroughly and intelligently. It doesn't mean that there isn't more to learn because as, as I said, there is always more to learn, but a point where intuitively you know that you know the subject well, you know the narrative that you're trying to tell and that you're ready to share it with readers. I imagine you have to juggle that you've probably got project A over here, project B, and you're doing them somewhat simultaneously. Yeah, I don't love that. And I try hard to avoid that because I'm really better 
focusing on one thing at a time. Um, and that that's my ideal is to just have one project going at a time. On the other hand, I'm also somebody who has a real appetite for taking on projects. So it, it, it turns out <laughs> that whether I mean to or not, I almost always end up having more than one thing going at once. And I have to kind of take off a hat and put on another hat regularly to switch uh, what my brain is kind of engaged with um, going from a story about say donkeys to writing a piece about, about uh, writing or working on a screenplay. I mean, there, there are, I'm, I'm juggling enough things now that I, I have to be pretty limber and able to go from one of these projects to another. Is it, is it like, do you have to cleanse the palate like you were you know, taste testing wines. I mean, if you're writing that profile of the donkey and then, okay, I've got to do some work on the screenplay, do you have to get up and, 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 and just stop the process for at least a few minutes? Oh, yeah. Um, in fact, more than a few. <laughs> as much as I shouldn't admit that, I think I need, um, I really need to kind of break off from one and, usually do something completely unrelated to either subject, whether it's to go weed my garden or go for a walk or just do something that is completely not related to writing and then come back and um, sort of put on my, the next hat and focus on, on a different subject. And I think it's important to be able to do that, but it does take a little, as you say, a palate cleanser is ideal, you know, just a, a chance to take a deep breath and not think about anything that I'm writing and, um, and then sit down with sort of fresh eyes. Finally, you strike me as someone who is incredibly curious about the world. Is that a fair assessment? Oh, yeah. So does that make it difficult to take a break? Because I would think that even if you're in the garden, you might look down and see, you know, some small creature and think, and your curiosity goes. So on some level, you may always be thinking about another project. Yeah, I think that, you know, it's a two-way street. I think I became a writer because I do look at the world that way. And I look at that wor the world that way because I'm a writer. Um, that I look at the world at the as a place sort of brimming with stories that interest me. And... And brimming with topics I know very little about that I, given the chance, I want to learn about. So that's the, um, I think that's 
the impulse that is always with me, whatever, whatever I'm doing, wherever I go. I mean, a lot of times I've come up with ideas when I'm doing something uh, like traveling for, for pleasure. And, you know, I, instead of thinking good, I'm going to go to the beach. I see something that makes me think, Oh, that would be a good story. And that's the nature of being a writer. But I also think that's always the way I've been. And that's why I became a writer. Susan Orlean will be at the Fayetteville Public Library November 14th. You can learn much more about her, see a list of her books, links to profiles that she's done for the New York and other publications at SusanOrlean.com. Thank you so much for your time. We look forward to your visit to Fayetteville. Same here. I'm delighted and looking forward to it so much. Susan Orlean is the author of several books and articles, including The Orchid Thief, On Animals, and the library book. Her talk at the Fayetteville Public Library is Sunday afternoon at 2. The event is free, but the library asks for planning purposes that you register in advance at faylib.org. And please note, registering does not guarantee a space, so it is highly suggested that you arrive early Sunday to ensure that you do have a seat.